Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas... You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, my friends. Happy Thursday and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein, and a good old podcast coming your way, even if I do say it myself. And we start with Jim White, who broke the latest news on Mike Ashley's sale of Newcastle. He actually came in to break the news on breakfast. There you go, Jim White. Can't keep him away from that radio. It's our understanding here at TalkSport, both parties exchanged last week. Now that means like, just like buying a house, Mm. both parties have now entered into a legal binding commitment. A deposit was paid by the buyers in the region of 5%. This is a £300 million cash deal, Darren. Mike Ashley gets the money in one lump. Oh, 300 million pounds. The Premier League now, as we speak here at TalkSport, has the documentation in front of it and we now await Premier League approval. Uh, as I say, it is it is there. And the key thing here, Laura, is the exchange last week. So as I said, just like buying a house, both parties have now entered into a legal binding commitment. And uh, it's almost amusing when you think of it. The Premier League have been sent the details now and they'll begin their checks uh, under the owners and directors test. When you think of it, the public investment fund based in Riyadh in Saudi Arabia uh, is the sovereign wealth fund of Saudi Arabia. It has total estimated assets of 320 billion US dollars. Then with The Breakfast Show with uh, the wonderful Laura Woods, Benty and Freddie. They had the comedian Jack Whitehall on the show and he was saying that he misses a league of their own. I miss the boys. Um, I have been calling... Jamie calls me a lot. Um, Fred slightly less so. But uh, I've been trying to you know, <laughs> coach Jamie through his, um, his homeschooling of his son because I think he's at home. Um, doing homeschooling with his son, which obviously is a bit of a struggle. But I think um, his son's teaching Jamie some quite um, big lessons, uh, his times tables, how to do joined up writing, stuff like that. So hopefully Jamie will come out of self-isolation um, as, a, as a clever man. Um, and uh, yeah, Fred, just yeah, a lot, a lot, of, lot of missed calls and, and he never returns them. And this is a great story from Breakfast. This is Freddie Flintoff saying that the England women's coach, Phil Neville, could have been this country's Ricky Ponting or even Tendulka, but decided to be a professional footballer instead. I mean, if you could go back in time now, I mean, do you want to play for Everton or do you want to be one of the best cricketers ever? 
terrible decision. I played junior cricket at Lancashire with Phil Neville. He was a year older than me, and he was a cricketing genius. That yeah. lad, yeah. He, if, he, if he'd have carried on playing cricket, this is a big call, but he could have been England's Ricky Ponting, um, Sachin Tendulkar. He was that good. He used to turn up, open the batting, score 100 time, every time he batted, and then he'd bowl everyone out. Was he spin bowler? I think 16. He, no, he was a quick bowler. He was a quick bowler, and he got oh. he got offered a contract at Lancashire. Um, I think two and a half grand a year was the wage, or go play at United. So luckily, he went to United. Otherwise, I might have ended up at Derbyshire or somewhere. And Gary played as well. If you listen to Gary, Gary was the best cricketer that ever walked the earth. He'd have met a good club cricketer in Bolton. <laughs> um, but but Phil, Phil was the one who was amazing and such a good lad as well. Back now to Jim White, who was alongside Natalie Sawyer and Trevor Sinclair on the mid-morning show. And this is their guest, the former Manchester United centre-half and legend, Yip Yap Stam, on the season potentially restarting behind closed doors in June. It's going to be hard to, to accomplish it. Now, if, if you look at it now as well, because the teams, they need to start um, like a small pre-season now as well, don't they? Because the players haven't been training for, for, a, long, well, for a while. They've, they've doing some work at home. But uh, training on the pitch, you know, together is, is of course, totally diff- uh, different. Um, so it, that takes a while as well. And normally you want to play some games as well to get back into it. So it's going to be very hard. Um, but playing, playing, of course, behind closed doors, there's no, there's no crowd. There's always, you need to be cautious. And what, what's, what are the fans are going to do? Do they stay at home and watch the telly? Or do they gather uh, at some point together? You know, so there's, for safety reasons, you, you need to, I think, do a lot as, uh, as well. Playing three games... Um, after not doing a lot uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, three games in in, uh, in a week is, is well, it's quite hard as well. Um, then of course you've got the transfer deadline that opens maybe up as well. So players, I don't know what players are going to be doing. Players will probably think about uh, different things as well instead of uh, the club that they need to play for at the, at the time. Now we can head over to drive time with Adrian Durham and Darren Goff and now the rock and roll legend that is Noel Gallagher on the show and he said that the Premier League should give Liverpool the trophy, scrap the rest of the season and get on with the next one. Personally, I think it should be voided and they should give the trophy to Liverpool. <laughs> well, they've won it anyway. Yeah. You know, they should give it to them and I, I think they should just start planning for next season now because this is going to go on. Football's all about the fans. I don't agree with playing games behind closed doors. I don't care for six games on a day and I'm sitting at home and watching it. I mean, of course, it will make the lockdown a bit better. But games behind closed doors, they're not even that good to watch. You know what I mean? And people will turn up. You know, I, I, you know if my, all my mates who are City fans were saying, if they start playing games behind closed doors, we're going. You know, so people are going to go there. Uh, it could cause more trouble than it's worth. But I think, I think the authorities should start thinking about next season now and about whether they play next season with limited fans in and with the social distancing in the stadium and all that. I mean, Liverpool have won the league. You know, they might as well give it to them. Uh, I've got to ask you about music. Um, We are doing, every Friday at five o'clock, we do a top five, and it's musical-based. So we did Beatles a couple of weeks ago. We did Elvis on Friday. Um, we are doing Oasis this oh, Friday. No. Top f- <laughs> yeah, we are. Have you got Have you got a top five or a top three or a favourite uh, Oasis song? Let me, 
Okay, well, uh, Don't Look Back in Anger and Wonder Wall will be number one and number two, I guess, for for most yeah. people, depending on uh, depending on how you remember it. But um, uh, for me, let me see top five: Don't Look Back in Anger, Supersonic, Rock and Roll Star, The Master Plan, and Half the World Away, the one from the Royal Family. But I'd say. I'd say we've got about 12 all-time classics, I think, so picking five is pretty difficult. Well, they're all pretty good. Champagne Supernova, <laughs> I loved as well. Yeah, very well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody was asking me about that the other night. Uh, the other night. I didn't write that song, and I was like, you know what, mate? I cannot remember, but I remember I was absolutely hammered on champagne. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, what's the first thing you want to do when this virus loosens its grip? What are you missing? Uh, well, uh, I'm missing the football. I'm terribly, terribly. Miss- if, 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 um, if it's in some you know parallel universe, the league was still going on, the Champions League, it wouldn't be so bad for a fella, right? Women don't cope very well with lockdown, right? But guys, it's kind of made for us. You know what I mean? We're like, well, I can't leave the house by law. Okay, well that'll do me. Um, but I think the first thing I'd like to do is just hook up with all my mates. You know what I mean? And just um, uh, I don't know, just go out for a long, a long boozy lunch. That would be the best thing, I think. Oh, yeah. And after a rant on Drive about gangster films from Adrian Durham, this is Freddie Flintoff calling him a pound shop Piers Morgan. My goodness, it doesn't get much lower than that, does it? And it's just so boring because every single top five is Godfather, Godfather 2, Goodfellas, oh, Scarface, yeah, Donnie Brasco, Casino. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's almost as if they don't even realise that they've made gangster films in Britain. It's got to be all about the Italian mafia. And Adrian Durham there banging on. I tell you what, I think he gets up an hour early every day just to be angry. <laughs> he, he just can't sneak in. He's, he is, let's be honest, he is like a pound shop Piers Morgan, isn't he? Have you heard him banging on there? <laughs> he just bangs on, doesn't he? Now, after Jack Whitehall outed Freddie Flintoff as a fantasist due to Freddie's claims that he was approached to join the WWE, Darrow Goff told the story of how they were set to fight together once, but Freddie Flintoff bottled it. I remember that, you know. He did yeah. go over there and he hurt, um, he got injured, didn't he, when he went over there. It was like a wrestling school. He wanted, I think he, he joined a wrestling school. He wanted to get into WWE. I mean, they were dying for another English kind of hero and he came along. He's got the bill, Fred. He's got the looks and he would have, I'd actually love to see it. But what I will say about Freddie Flintoff, I went on a show with Freddie and we went to Mexico and we did some wrestling and he bottled it. He there, stood there for 15 minutes watching me get seven bells kicked out of me while he was there in a leotard just laughing at me. He didn't do, he didn't. He was supposed to be my partner and he did not one step in the ring. I'll never forgive him for that. Back now to Jim White and Natalie Soy and here's Grant Thomas, the former Tour de France winner on why he's doing an indoor ride to raise money for the NHS. Try to do as much as I can, yeah. But you know, those guys. You know, I heard some stories about. Um, there's a Welsh rugby player. She's a scrum half, and basically, she's a midwife, and she's going into work, but she's obviously at risk of bringing the virus back. So she sent her child and her husband away to their parents. So she's going home to an empty house every mm. day after work, and it's just incredible those stories. And uh, 
you know, if I can help in any small way by trying to just, you know, raise some extra funds, then that's what I wanted to do. Now the Peterborough owner, Darren McAnthony, joined Goffey in Durham on Drive to discuss the EFL wage deferral. He said the virus has shown just how bad the state of football is, and now we need a plan to change that. We know football's never been in great shape financially. We know rules have been broken. We know clubs, you know, lift past their means. Um, we've all been guilty of having to go overdoing it. We need to bring it back in line. Yes, this virus pandemic is affecting so many people, businesses, lives. And, and once it's finished, we need to put uh, measures in place now that so uh, football, you know, no club is in danger of going under. And that's why I, I made those suggestions to the EFL and some of the things we need to do. And I think most League One and League Two clubs will get on board with them. You know, for people out there with megaphones shouting about, you know, um, cancelling seasons, we're about to go out of business, at no point in playing. Well, I think we know what, what way they're going and why they're saying it. You know, let's stick to the integrity of the game. Let's speak about football for the right reasons. Let's not use this as an excuse to talk about what's going to happen with the next nine games. We all agree that we're in trouble. We all agree that we need help and we need to work on a plan. Talking about cancelling seasons and this, that, well, that's not helpful. Nobody's asking players to take cuts today. Nobody. All we're asking for is deferred payments. They will get the money. That's where we are as a club. I, I would presume after, obviously, uh, Beavers and Boyd have done that and my manager, a lot of the other players will follow suit. Some, obviously, who aren't as much money won't be able to do it, but they will agree to a lot more than 25%. So I'm proud of my players and my manager in that today. That's the right way to do it. I'm Natalie Sawyer, and this is Talk Sport Daily. Now on the Sports Bar, my show, Andy Goldstein, Sports Bar Monday to Thursday from 10pm, we had Gary Pallister, how about that, United legend, centre-half, on the show. He was on the pitch when Eric Cantona, ironically, was off the pitch and in the air doing that kung fu kick. And he was on our show to tell us his memories from it. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. Oh, waiting, going on here. Cantona's getting involved with some supporters. Oh, this is outrageous. Norman Davis, the Manchester United kit man, trying to pull him away. It's all got wildly out of hand. And once more, Eric Cantona is the man at the centre of a dramatic controversy. I was one of the only ones who didn't run towards it. I think I was just in, in kind of shock and awe that uh, I was actually seeing what was going on. Um, because the game had stopped, obviously, as he was getting sent off. And, and um, I think, was it Richard Shaw? I think Eric had fouled. Or kick yeah. or punch. I can't remember what he actually did to to Richard Shaw now. And uh, the game was the game was halted, and we were watching Eric walk down the um, down the side of the pitch, and then just saw him just react to something, and then go flying into the into the crowd. And it was like, wow, am I just am I actually seeing what I'm seeing? And uh, everybody, mm. I think it was Norman Davies, our our kit man, um, was 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 trying to drag him back. I'll pull him out of the out of the crowd, and then it was a kind of a melee. All the players ran across, and I think I think if I remember rightly, I, I might have been the only one of the, one, the only ones who actually didn't run across. I was probably still knackered from the game, to be quite honest with you. But uh, <laughs> um, it was just, yeah, it was just a surreal moment. I mean, um, yeah, I think it was only Eric could have done something like that. So we move on into the uh, into the dressing room, and um, you know the gaffer comes in, and uh, Eric's already dressed and, and sat in the corner and we managed to draw the game one all. I think David Maid scored the equaliser. And the gaffer came in and, and, and he had a pop at a, at a couple of the players and, you know, da-da-da and hammered a couple of lads and 
And then next minute he turned to Eric and we thought, this is it. This is the hairdryer for Eric. And he looked at Eric and he went, Eric, you can't go around doing that, son. <laughs> and that was the sum total, total of the hairdryer for Eric. Fascinating. Amazing story and beautifully told, Pelle. I appreciate that. Before I let you go, just a quick word about football of the now. Um, there's a big meeting Friday as to where we're at and what's going to happen. How do you think the season should end? Do you think we should play it out? Do you think it should just be scrapped uh, or the title could be given to man. Liverpool or what? How do you th- what should happen, Pally? I think you just got to. You, you, the, the important thing here is 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 saving lives. We were all watching the figures every night as they come in, and uh, it, I mean, certainly football can't be played in front of a crowd or anything like that. Um, it's getting to a stage now. Um, it, it, it's it's going to be virtually impossible to finish the season. I would have thought, unless play, unless teams are playing two or three games a week. Um, there were lost fitness players, um, so I, I think it's 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 very difficult to uh, to finish the season. Would I give Liverpool the title? I think they certainly deserve it. Um, you know, I mean, they, nobody was going to catch them, um, but you know, <laughs> they haven't they haven't completed the season, so very difficult one. But I mean, it, it, the most important thing is that we we make sure everybody's safe. Are you suggesting? That if some, if a man who's married and is cheating on his <laughs> wife allows allows his mistress to come around the house, he turns the pictures mm-hmm. round of his wife. Is that oh. what you're saying? Oh. I think that probably is Emma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Emma, Emma, can you go, can you get yourself mm-hmm. into a into a position, please? That that, you, that, that maybe the whoa. signal. No, no, no. Don't wait. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, hold on here. Get yourself in a position, please, that you can receive... Hold on. Emma, can you get yourself in a position, please, where you can receive this phone call and that we can receive the, the, the voices? Because you keep cutting out, Emma, and we really want to hear what you've got to say. OK, right. Are we here? Are we still? This sounds a bit better. Sounds a bit better. Right. Okay. What's now, your complaint? Jason... Oh, that's another conversation to have to have, but we'll change that. Right, now, if you've ever had... A friend come to visit of an attractive persuasion. Em, um, have you been you been knocking about the gins? No, not no, not enough really. No. <laughs> it sounds... um, yeah, I think. So. How long did that take you, Josh? Jeez. Well, that's it for another podcast. You think, good work, everyone. I mean, it's flown by today. It really has been one of the best we've done this week. Although there's only been a couple of others. But it's still up there with some of the best. Some of the best. Not the best one. That's tomorrow's one. Today's one. What day is it? Thursday. Yep, tomorrow. There isn't one tomorrow. There is one tomorrow. I don't know. I'm losing track of days. You know, we're all locked down. Every day's the same. What do you do the weekend? Nothing. It doesn't matter what happened the week. It doesn't matter what day of the week is. They're all the same. But that's fine, everyone, because we're in it together get everyone excited now about the future and we will get through it together but just remember to keep your distances and two meters and wash your hands and all that sort of stuff not that sort of stuff but you know what i'm saying it's very important you do that so we can come out the other side which we will sooner rather than later my friends a reminder if you want to download previous podcasts or future ones you can go to acar spotify or apple Podcasts. i'm back tonight from 10 p.m on the sports bar with moonface for more of the same in the meantime have a good day be safe everyone be safe That was a podcast from TalkSport.
flimsy stand slowing you down? Well, it's time to upgrade. Armadillo builds durable, North American-made tablet stands and kiosks. We're so confident, we offer a lifetime warranty. So, elevate your business and visit armadillo.com. That's A-R-M-O-D-I-L-O.com and use code ACAST for 5% off. Armadillo, built to last, designed to impress. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.